Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Empty Parlor. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Lynch. And I'm the other host, Matt Lamb. And it sounded like you almost were going to say that you were Matt Lamb. Nah, dude. I know who I am. I'm not going through an identity I don't know, man. Are you sure? I mean, I am we and we are I. We're all true. We are all one. Nothing matters and zero is an existence. Fucking zero, dude. Yeah, welcome to another episode. This is episode 46, I believe. Correctamundo. Yeah, man. So, pretty been pretty busy. I don't know about you, man. Busy Dude, boy. yeah. As soon as I fucking move back to Des Moines, all of a sudden, it's just like, I don't get a fucking day off anymore, which is fine, but it's also just like, Jesus, I am so fucking busy for no reason. I like it. I Like... Now that we're done with quarantine, at least I am like being vaccinated and stuff. Uh, it it feels it feels like like uh, like re re walking into the world is fucking strange because it became so normal not doing anything like for on a day to day basis like not going out and meeting up with people or going out to do stuff at all. It became so fucking normal for me that now I'm doing it. It feels like it feels like another life, which I guess it kind of is, but I feel like I like suddenly transitioned like i fucking got picked up by like uh what's it what is it called like uh <laughs> what's it called when somebody witnesses a murder and they get like relocated by the government witness protection program yeah bro honestly it feels like this is what this is what it would be like because like there's an yeah. entire pace change in my entire fucking life just just from being opened out of quarantine i dig yeah, it. yeah no being quarantined and then all of a sudden being completely released into the world i was like oh fuck like it's completely thrown me off of my balance. Like, because one thing that quarantine taught me was, uh, I like I, I've always known I've been an extrovert, and I didn't realize just how much of an like an extrovert I was. So I then do. after, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, so like sitting inside for fucking like a year and basically being like. If I don't see another human face that I've had, like, other than the people I live with, not that I had a problem with the people I lived with, the people I lived with are great, like, and they made it way better than it could have, you know, could have been, but, like, I need, I need to see, like, I have to have my, like, casual acquaintances, like, I have to have those people that I talk to once a week and, like, keep up with them and, like, have that, like, there's something that, like, fuels me of, be- of like, seeing the faces that I know and, like, again, not that... Like, I'm super great friends with a lot of these people. I like, I mean, everybody that I talk to is, or usually that I, everybody I talk to, but for the most part, like, people that I consider, like, casual acquaintances, it's like, yeah, I care about these people. We just might not hang out outside. So, like, I still need that, like, I still need that interaction with them. Like, I still need to be able to, like, meet up and hang out. Dude, imagine, imagine living through the last, like, major, major pandemic back in... Was it uh, like literally a hundred years ago or nineteen eighteen? I can't remember the, the oh, Spanish yeah. flu. Like, there's no technology. People barely knew about electricity. They're just fucking hanging out inside, burning wood, playing cribbage or something. And then you've got no idea there's a fucking pandemic going on because it probably hasn't come to your weird ass like tiny little. Fucking... No, let's just say it did. You know, and they're just like you can't leave your town. Like, I, I imagine there's pro- that's probably what was going on. Don't leave your small ass town or maybe the small maybe, dude it was probably the same fucking thing that was like to this day. People in like a town of five thousand people, the pandemic didn't really touch them because they never leave anyways. So I guess oh, it'd yeah. probably be no, the like they, Except for like that one and then like the one random stranger comes into town and they're like, I'm infected, and then it's like a fucking horror I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a new horror movie based on this concept. Dude, honestly that I would not be surprised 
if stuff like that was directly related to stories about the devil coming to town. Like, a oh, stranger yeah. comes from out of town. Who knows where he's from? Could be a fucking weirdo. And they're like, this guy's weird. And also, 18 people died that shook his hand. That's fucked up. And they're like, he's the devil, bro. Fucking devil sure came to town. Yeah, killed everybody, but it's just a disease. And they Same with fucking probably, like, blues performers, because everybody thought that, like, the blues was, like, devil's music. So they would be, like, these rambling men that would show up into a bar to perform. People would be like, this is the devil's music. <laughs> and they'd get sick because they'd <laughs> yeah so i don't know i just it always like it always just made me laugh that like blues performers like that was like their thing was like like that the original guy that's like i think that i think there's like a whole story about a guy who like at some specific crossroad talked about how he sold his soul to the devil and he was like a blues performer and i'm like dude you should have got more <laughs> like, <laughs> dude if, if the devil you, was real i think we would have fucking seen him by now dog this i don't know man what if the devil just looks like a guy then it's probably just a fucking guy ripping you off. <laughs> exactly, dude. The devil is just a fucking guy who's around. And you never know what he fucking looks like. I mean, in that one show with Lucifer, he's sexy as hell. Okay, so the devil's going to show up as a person and, like, he's just going to fuck chicks? Like, that's all he's doing? I don't really... Like, <laughs> if you were the devil, why wouldn't you do more shit? Dude, the devil's just like us. What? Because like, you remember that song? What he's if God was devil, one of us, bro? Okay, what? Because fucking Cheryl Crow sang about it. It means it's canon. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's how we, like, reality works. If I hear it a song, it's real. It's by who? Who made? Who did the song? Joan Osborne. So Joan, Os- Joan Osborne talks about it in a song. It's like that's how like reality works. And with God, he's he might be one of us, dude. Yeah, dude, what if it. what if he was on a bus? Like <laughs> That's one <laughs> of the fucking dumb fucking lines bad, in a song. <laughs> yeah, what if God was one of us? He'd just be someone on a bus. Yeah, no shit, because people ride the fucking bus, yeah. bro. <laughs> dude, if God would not ride a bus. God would take one look at buses and be like, nope. <laughs> God would take one look at God would take one look at buses and be like, oh my god, there's motorcycles. There's a house inside uh, of two motorcycles. Uh, uh <laughs> Uh, two motorcycles with a little house in between them? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> they got motorcycles. <laughs> Fucking. God, that bit. Is... I'm so excited. Shout out. It's, uh, I think you should leave season two coming soon. Fucking so excited. You know what else I'm fucking excited for? I just looked at my calendar and I'm very excited for it. Oh, oh fuck. I'm busy that night. Oh, they fucking know. Shit. I'm so what busy that day. What are you excited day. for, man? What are you excited about? Motherfucking for, Zombies Ate My Neighbor Remaster. I was going to say remake, but it's not a remake. <laughs> yeah, we were planning on doing some sort of like possible content creation with that, weren't we? Fuck yeah, dude. We're, uh, uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, I've been... So my whole thing now is that I have Mondays off. What I want to do is turn them into like studio days. And I think that obviously uh, we would have to like figure out a good time slot if we're both going to do that or otherwise we could just do it a different day. But like I decided that Mondays are going to be like my studio days where I like, that's where I work on my YouTube stuff. That's when we record the podcast. That's when I get in touch with like, uh, so shout out to Eric Bridges. We're still, we're still trying to figure out if we're going to get monster jamboree rolling again. Uh, and if so, how often we're going to do it. Burp, so, <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'm drinking LaCroix. It fucking just came out. <laughs> Just pressed on with that right through the burp, dude. You just got like, sometimes you just gotta fucking keep going. <laughs> that, thanks, thanks, Eric. <laughs> thanks. And uh, anyway, no. but yeah, no. Uh, Put some yeah, respect we're gonna try on to get his name. Jamboree. Just fucking around. Go ahead. 
No, I'm just giving. I'm literally just busting your balls. No, I, <laughs> no, I can, I can, because you're like you like cut out at the end. I was like, I don't know if you had more. But yeah, oh, yeah, no. Uh, fucking Discord. Very excited for uh, getting Monster G- Jamboree back together. But anyways, my point is, is on Mondays I'm gonna start, and this is just, this isn't just like me rambling. This is for the listeners also. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, expect more content from me. Probably also me and Jeff, as well as like other stuff. I know that uh, I just did something with Jeremy Scavo today, so. Nice. Uh, keep an eye out for all that stuff. Yeah, we're shooting like, not like movie, like kind of like movie reviews, but like really short, like kind of like bite-sized stuff. So keep an eye out for that. <laughs> it's the trans, it's all the transparent comedy guys. So, oh hell yeah, <laughs> like movie reviews, like short movie reviews. Yeah, it's just like super like short snippets, kind of like all tight, like all <laughs> like you know sewn together with all the different uh, transparent guys because the transparent comedy tour is. Uh, we're trying to get some more shit going, so keep an eye out for that. If anybody wants to see uh, your boy, we're going to be traveling somewhere. We're still working out dates and details and locations, but uh, that is planning on happening. I hope that that's not ruining anything. Sorry, Jeremy, if it is. But, yeah, we're planning on doing a season two of the Transparent Comedy Tour. So, Fuck yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so if you get like me and Jeff, uh, keep an eye out because we're about to have a bunch more shit that's going to have y'all entertained. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I am going to be a busy son of a fucking guy, dude. I'm going to be so busy this summer. It is it is honestly daunting. I was I was at a wedding the other day and I was talking to my my buddies and I was like, "Man, I honestly don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up with my workload I have laid out in front of me this summer. It's going to be intense." Like all that all the hot sauce stuff I'm doing, got to keep up with trying to be funny, eh, doing the podcast, all this stuff, man, doing content creation. It's going to be going to be busy. A lot on top of that, all these trips I'm doing, Fuck, bud. I shouldn't be complaining. Like that's like the most like fucking privileged yeah. shit I can complain about. <laughs> I know. About. We're we're instantly I'm right back in. You're like, shit. I don't want to fucking do any of these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most privileged fucking like. Oh man, fuck. Got to do all the stuff <laughs> I chose to do. <laughs> fuck, goddamn it. I've been inside all year. I wish I fucking didn't have to fucking be outside and interact <laughs> with people. I love it. I man, go, to go back to the other point, I fucking love the revamp to my life. I feel like it's almost like my fucking life. Like, you know, you put your, your computer in sleep mode and it's like still on, but like just a barely live, just enough to kick back on. That's like what my fucking life was on during quarantine. I felt like besides doing this podcast podcast oh, yeah. was fucking great. That was like a separate tendril that was like going on parallel to my life. Cause it was like, this is an escape to like interact with somebody else and fucking like get to talk shit through and have a good time. Wherein, in quarantine, like, yeah, my, like, Caitlin and I talk all the time or whatever, but, like, that's a different kind of thing rather than just bullshitting about fucking dick and fart jokes and the Bell Witch and stuff, you know? Fucking, so. oh, dude, fucking shout out to the Bell Witch. That we, <laughs> man, I really, we got, I really want to go to where, like, what is it? Like, there's, like, Grove. There's, there's a location where it is. I think that it would be super fucking cool to go there at some point. Where is the Bell Witch? Dude, we gotta find the fuck, dude. The fucking quest Adam's for the Bell Witch, <laughs> dude. I literally just searched where is the Bell Witch and <laughs> Adams, Tennessee. <laughs> just Bell Witch location. I'm gonna fucking send you a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking found her. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's Google says where's the Bell Witch and Google says location. <laughs> fuck yes, dude. Uh, that's pretty fucking funny. Dude, she's dude. fucking everywhere. I mean, yeah, is, it I, uh, she, is it a is it a he? Is it? Is, I think it's fluid, man. It's a, I think the bell witch is. This is true. They yeah, they are they are fluid. Mm-hmm. The yeah, bell witch is not one thing. <laughs> we gotta fucking go find them. I I think it that, would be really funny to do like a. Uh, it, I I want I would want to make it 
well done, but like kind of a Blair Witch, Bell Witch kind of like a riff the, kind of thing. Which would the be Bell a, Witch <laughs> Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> dot 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 adventure. <laughs> Just a pause. Like, uh, what's a word that isn't project? Uh, the Bell Witch Experiment. I uh, didn't we find out that the Blair Witch was kind of based on the the Bell Witch though? Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, pretty sure it's, it's like heavily influenced. I mean, I, we're sitting here f- fucking question, questioning our own lore that like we've expanded upon. <laughs> we yeah, we fucking created this thing, and they're like, I don't know, maybe it's this. <laughs> but there's literally a cave, though, Bell Witch Cave. That's I bet. Intense. I bet it lives in that fucking cave, and it's like, blah, I'm a fucking cave witch. Everybody else is like too afraid because, like, little do I know, the like ghosts and bell witches and shit like that are actually real. I show up, I'm like, fuck it, dude, I'm going to fight this motherfucker. I just, get, fucking... I just get gored by some, like, genie dog, like, rabbit thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jeff, one of these days you're going to bite off more than you chew, and a fucking ghost is going to be like, I've had it with Jeff Lynch. And dude, they're going to try to punch you in their face. Yo, I was thinking about this, man. This is going to be some, this is going to sound really conceited, but I honestly feel like I would be a martyr for reality if I actually got fucking haunted or possessed and I had some sort of say in like how to expose whatever the fuck is going on. If a ghost really showed up and kicked the fucking shit out of me, I would do everything in my power to, to like prove that it's real and be like, dude, I don't give a, if like if I had to die for it, I don't give a fuck because if we prove that ghosts were real, that is like insane. That's like Bro, if, if you fucking die because a ghost kills you. You are That's obligated so... to come find me. Dude, if I I would have to wait 100 years, dog. Dude, I'll fucking live to be 150. <laughs> I'll do it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I you're like you're like waiting times ticking down you're like that that <laughs> there must be a ghost queue and I fucking show up. I would, man. I'm a fucking like 130-year-old man. <laughs> and like You're just talking about nonsense just in a fucking nursing home hooked into VR and whenever you come out of VR they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" How's it going, Matthew? And you're like, my friend's coming as a ghost here in about 14 hours. <laughs> and they're like, this guy's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> I just, I can't die. I'm like, I can't die until Jeff says hello as a ghost. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, and then I, I show up and then you have a heart attack and then no one knows about it. It's just yeah. like. <laughs> and then I have to wait 100 years to like meet you in Ghostland. Then it's like, Jesus Christ, it's been 200 years. <laughs> I do think it's kind of funny like how uh, the people, the big ghost proponent people, like I feel like the story about people seeing ghosts and near death experiences is almost like the uh, plot armor for ghost stories because essentially what they're saying is that like you see ghosts right before you die, but then you die, so then you can't tell anybody about it. So like, there's like a mythology that I I personally think is mythology, and obviously I think we have a different perspective on ghosts and shit, but I feel like the idea that. Right before you die, you see other dead people, which confirms that dead people are real. And then, like, you're dead, though. So, nope, you can't tell your fucking story. And then people claim, they're like, I fucking saw my grandpa right before I died. I think that's all fucking plot armor. I don't think it's real, dude. I think fucking, I don't know, dude. Uh, Like, also, I love how people are like, yeah, he was waiting for me. It's like, dude, you don't think that your dead-ass grandpa isn't, like, doing better stuff in Ghostland than, like, waiting for you to, like, unexpectedly die? And he's like, I fucking knew it was gonna happen! Like, right. I've been waiting here for so long! I haven't moved! There, yeah, like, what, what amount of... Like, how cool do you have to be to be cool enough to be acknowledged by a ghost living a fucking ghost life? If they're actually a ghost, like, just sneak creeping around as a ghost doing whatever you want. And, like, 
years go by and they're like, oh shit, I should probably go hang out with, you know, my fucking nephew I saw four times when he was like six years old. Like, you know what I mean? Like how conceited, yeah. how like, yeah, how conceited of a position is that to be like, oh, they're definitely coming back to see me when they're, after they're dead, they're going to come and hang out with me. Now, dude, they're doing way doper shit, man. They're hanging out with like their like dead celebrities they fucking looked up to and stuff. Is they're like, ah, oh, fuck, I got an appointment with my dead grandson. This is bullshit. I'm hanging out <laughs> yeah. with fucking, like. <laughs> That's probably what it would be like. Huh? They're like, they're obligated to be there. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, God, like, I got the, like, I would love to hang out and continue to have a great kick-ass, like, heaven, like, party with you, Jesus Christ. But my dead grandson just got fucking hit by a car because he was texting across <laughs> and walking across the street like a fucking idiot. So sorry, Jesus, I gotta go. Literally hanging out with Jesus, just kicking it with yeah. top top brass up there, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Your fucking grandpa's like, oh fucking what's up, idiot? Like, dude, how much? How like big of a, an existential crisis would that be? Is if like, you live your entire life and you believe in this afterlife or whatever, and you're like, oh yeah, my my fam- my entire family would be waiting there with loving open arms when I get there, yada yada yada, and then it be and it's real. They, they they are waiting for you when you die, and you get up there, and then like we get up there, and you're like, hey, what's up? They're like, hey, what what's up? I had to be here. I don't fucking like you. There's way cooler shit here. Family doesn't matter anymore. Fuck off, and they leave, and all your whole reality just crumbles, and you're all alone in heaven. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're like, all right, dude. There. Like, sorry, but uh. We're way cooler than you, so. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, dude, you actually fucking suck. We watched your life. We saw everything. You suck. We saw what you did behind closed doors. We heard the shit you said when you thought nobody was hearing you. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I don't know. Fuck I just think that would be. I just think that would be hilarious. If, like the afterlife was like very like cr- like cripplingly disappointing. Oh yeah, dude. Fuck it. It's just like. It's just like a fucking nightclub and like the buddy that like said like, oh, dude, you should meet me there. And then you fucking go there and he's the only person, you know, but he like fucks off because he's like, I yeah. got to go talk to all these other people. And you're like, but you invited me here. And he's like, yeah, I know, but like I got other people to talk to. And then you just get like left alone somewhere and you don't fucking know. And it's like, do you ever go to a fucking party and you're like, the, your friend is the only person who knows you there. And then they just like fuck off and they're like, talk to people. And you're like, none of these people want to talk to me. Dude, I have had that happen. And ever since that happened to me, I like like truly vet my friends like i'm not gonna hang out with somebody until i like know they're very cool like i don't go to people i I don't fuck with that anymore i got burned one time like that like same situation somebody's like dude they acted like they really liked me wanted to hang out with me and shit they're like come on over dude we have this party showed up and i felt like an outcast and it's like okay i'm just leaving everybody has their own like weird fraternity thing going on here and i'm like not I don't feel included in any of this shit. This is lame as fuck. And I was like, I'm not talking to that guy ever again. Never did, and it didn't fucking matter. It was super weird. But ever since then, I'm like, dude, pick your friends. Tell them to myself. Pick your friends, pick your battles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah, that ain't fucking one of them. No, I mean, like, you got to get yeah. the fuck out. What I wonder is, like, what kind of human does that shit? It's got to be, like, the most, the most, like, uh, like, detached kind of worldview to just do that to people right like hey come on like it's like the it's like people that like invite people to shows that kind of behavior but like doing that with your friends it's super weird oh yeah there's like a huge difference between inviting people to shows and like different parties but like it's it is like it's like way it's like one thing at a show to be like oh yeah you should come out because then it's like you can like kind of understand that they're probably fucking busy and like shit's going on and like they'll say hi and it's like cool like i came out here to support if they do that at a fucking party it's just like Bro, I didn't come here to, like, be part of your weird... Like, I didn't come here to be a number at a party. Like... Right. Like, no, yeah, dude, I went to this big party, and there were so many fucking people. Nobody <laughs> fucking knew anyone else. Like... No, no fun. I don't like that shit, man. 
I don't know. I Dude, feel small like parties are always better. Yeah, I feel like an ultramudgeony man, or maybe like I don't know if it's like a weird combination of intro extrovert or whatever. But like at a at a so at a I actually experienced like dichotomy of my party personality. I guess this weekend at this wedding, uh, at the at the wedding. You know, they're dance floor, and I fucking just dance. I don't give a fuck. I probably look like a fool, but I'm just dancing it up, singing all the songs and shit. But then afterwards, like, the uh, the kind of the theme of the wedding is like, hey, let's kind of, like, time travel back to college, and let's go out to the college bars and shit, you know? It's really fun. Um, but I'm not into that kind of, like, party college bar. So, like, cutting a rug, fucking getting wild, getting just having so much fun on the dance floor and the, in the wedding, and then went out to this place called, uh, I think, DC's in, in Iowa City, and it was just it was a totally weird shift in my personality where like I got there and I just totally shut down. I was like, I don't want to fucking be dancing around these fucking randos. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe it's a familiarity of the, of the wedding, but I, but long story short, (laughs) what this whole rambling thing is about is that I heavily prefer small get togethers over any sort of large party, unless it's like extremely warranted. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. No, I, I just, if I, I'm, to be fair, though, like, in a weird, like, sense, though, too, like, I'm such a fucking weird extrovert that I'll go places that I do, like, that's how, like, that's how I, like, end up meeting people, is I just get, like, thrown into a situation where I don't fucking know anybody, and I'm like, alright, I'm about to either weird a bunch of people out or walk out of here with one really, like, one person who knows a lot about me, <laughs> like. What's weird to me is that I feel like sometimes I'm the same way, but it mostly, I think mostly, I just, like, for, I don't know if I have, like, some sort of. Uh, like really bad memory from being at like a dance club or something like that, like back in my college, like your early twenties or something like that. But like, man, like big dance club, public bar party scenes are just like not my thing. But like on the other end of that though, I have no problem walking up to a group of strangers and be like, Hey, you want to be my friend? And they'd be like, um, all right. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, yeah. have a conversation. I did that all the time in Korea. It's fucking, it's a blast yes. doing that kind of shit. Yeah, I think that, like, I don't know, because I used to be, like, kind of, like, I've always been an extrovert, but I've always been, like, a little shy about, like, meeting new people, and then doing stand-up comedy, I start like, I just went in completely alone. I didn't show up with any friends, I didn't bring anybody, like, most people yeah. that I knew didn't even know that I was doing it until, like, a couple months in, and then people started to kind of notice me, and then I started to, like, talk to people, and then after, like, getting used to doing shit by myself, I'll just, like, wander into places, and I'll always kind of, like, end up meeting like i'll always end up meeting, like making a friend or two like not like again like because i have so many fucking casual acquaintances that now i always feel bad that like i'll talk to a bunch of people and be like oh dude we should hang out and i'm like all right like like i don't want to mean it like i, don't, I mean this is like a dickish way but it is kind of one of those things where it's like i'd have so many fucking people to talk to that like we may or may not ever see each other again in this context but i will try <laughs> like dude i i fucking love meeting random people but at the same time though my whole thing is that f- another thing that first I just feel like it's like subconscious. I'm not actively fighting this, but I just don't do small talk really, man. I'm usually like I'm like empty parlor or die pretty much. Like <laughs> like I've, I've honestly feel like from a third person perspective, if anybody was like, hey, did you talk to Jeff? They're probably like most people are probably like, yeah, we talked about some weird shit or maybe like we actually had a real conversation. I, I fucking hate the like, hey, what's going on, man? I don't know, dude. Weather's kind of weird. Hey, you know, like the city's kind of changing a lot, huh? Like, those kind of conversations pain the fuck out of me, but also at the same time, I don't know what the fuck to talk about with some people. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's what's wild. It's like, some people say that, they, like, because I'm the same way, like, I don't I don't like small talk, but at the same time, it's so rare that I have it. 
because most of the time I'll just like be like, all right, but well, this conversation's boring. Hey, want to know some wild, crazy shit? Like, yeah, that's kind of a, like my brain, like, cause I like, I have just like a collection of these dumb fun facts. So what, like kind of my technique is just like throw a bunch of shit at the wall when I'm talking to somebody, see what fucking sticks, finds out what they're into. And then just like fucking needle in on something that they're knowledgeable about. And like, a, like especially if it's something that I know about, so like we can kind of like talk back and forth. Otherwise, just just like, dude, tell me anything. Like, tell me about your hobbies. Like anything that isn't just like what's happening currently, where you're just talking to like, oh, yes. I, the music here is really good. It's like, cool, yeah, it is, man. Like, great. I I can't agree more. I think uh, another thing that I like to do is just ask them directly, like, hey, are you into this? Like, you know, I don't know, whatever came up in passing in the conversation, and just isolate that and just be like. Like uh, this weekend at the at the wedding, there was a guy that I hadn't really communicated that much with, uh, but I was like, I have interest in being his friend because his his fiance and my wife are, are like really good friends. So it's like, hey, do you like? He he said he works like on runways and shit, and I was like, do you like airplanes? And he's like, and and and, and his fiance like her fucking eyes lit up. She's like, he's a huge he's a huge airplane nerd. And he, I guess he was like really shy about it, and he's like, yeah, I fucking I fucking love airplanes, dude. <laughs> so we had a conversation oh, yes. about airplanes, and that's how you do it, man. Fuck yeah! And then you like <laughs> you just find the shit that people are into, yeah. And I think that's it's so funny. People are like, oh, because I mean, I'm the same way again. Like, it, but it's just such a funny notion to me that so many people are against small talk, but then you meet any human person that like doesn't know how to interact with another person. It, it's like, dude, just uh, just give me something, anything. Like, let's go. Like, I would like if you if you just throw a topic at me, I'll fucking like. And that's why like I always start pretty like light, like movies, video games whatever and then like when i kind of like can suss out that they're into some cool shit i'm like have you heard about this other cool shit and then eventually find that like one thing that they don't think anybody knows about and then they're like oh i love to talk about this thing and i'm like yes that's give, what's give up, me man. this energy dude i honestly feel like that's what started the uh empty parlor because when we when you and i met at that open mic on the monday that we talked about about a hundred times on the podcast yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it was just like hey space and it's like space and it's like friends friends, friends. <laughs> yeah i because i was i was on my fucking that was when i was in one of my like manic paranoid <laughs> like i think that the universe is a fucking sphere like just cr- like full-on crazy like points and i just was talking to anybody about it like can anyone confirm that what i'm saying isn't nonsense please and what's funny to me is that uh when we had that discussion initially i was like i don't i don't know i don't think that the universe is a is a sphere spherical, you know, like I just, I don't know if I do now, but Neil deGrasse Tyson did say something. I think it was written in a book. His like little, like, I can't remember that book. That's like a small, it's like, ah, fuck, whatever. Neil deGrasse Tyson wrote a small book. And part of that book, it says something about like the curvature of the universe might bring it back around to the beginning. <laughs> so it's like insinuating yeah. that it is some, like cir- circular, but how I think about it, I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe I don't understand it enough, but in terms of the 4D aspect of our reality, it, how is that? Is it? I don't know, man. I'm, okay, my, my my brain's starting to melt over here. I'm like not being able to formulate thoughts because I'm fucking my head up so bad with this. Well, stuff. like so <laughs> many, like if I'm not mistaken, I, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. I'm pretty sure that like one of the like shapes that defines infinity, because like sphere, like spheres don't technically have a unilateral. They don't have like a plane. Like they do, but they don't. If that, you know what it's I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna explaining points, this right? very well. But well, like, it's an infinite set of points on a plane. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, so you're so, talking about. Yeah, they just like they don't have like a level. Like they don't have any one surface that is defined. Right. 
So to me, like that's kind of what the universe is because if it, if it's constantly expanding, it can't be like it. it to me, they, they can't have a form, and to, and so because like there is no form because of the constant expansion, like you can't have a fuck. I mean, you, I guess you could have a cube that's constantly expanding, but then the it's limits of that cube are still technically there. But well, yeah, that that's the thing is that there's no such thing as an infinite shape. Infinite is except infinite. for a sphere. No, because it's, it's like no, it's in, in terms of in terms of space, like there's a sphere is a finite amount of uh, as a finite amount of space. So true, true, anything true, true. that's infinite is not a sphere. It's just infinite. well, so it's that's it's the thing nebulous. is there's no confirmation that our universe is infinite. It is infinitely expanding. Right. So but I thought so what it's, we were saying is that the concept of infinity. Oh yeah, yeah, would yeah. Translate to to the universe being infinite, unless right. you want to put limits on that but why would we arbitrarily put in limits on the space the amount of space time that the universe can occupy when we're talking about infinitesimally small or large uh quanta within the known universe because you can't have an in that would break the that would break uh fucking like the law of physics i'm pretty sure like the conservation of energy you can't have an infinity within f- fuck you never mind you can't because you, yeah, you can, can have fuck you can have different size infinities dude you brain dude yeah there's an infinite amount of fucking God damn it. There's well, also, a, yeah. there's different sizes of infinity. That's okay. So I just stammered a ton. So just to like, give myself a little bit of credit here. So between zero and one, there's an infinite amount of integers. So there is, an, there is an infinity within a finite space, which that is fucked up. Yeah, dude. That's why it's like uh, that, like that one. There's like a whatever math problem. It's like uh, put two points on uh, like a lot i mean obviously like with liminal space and ability like you're gonna fucking not have enough room but like if you have a limited space between like an inch and it's like all right put a like move like have a point halfway between the start of this inch and the end of the inch and then make another point halfway between that and another point halfway between that and it, there will all there will never be an end there was i mean obviously like if in our point, like point scale yeah, like in our limited space, like have like an actual inch. Yeah, there's no fucking way you're not going to touch the end. But mathematically, there is no end if you're constantly like going halfway. So within an inch, there is an infinity. Dude, okay, I think are we coming? Are we are we getting somewhere right now in terms of uh, like maybe proving your thesis of finite of infinities within the finite space of a spherical universe? Because you can only drill down as far as in terms of how I understand physics is the Planck scale. You can't get smaller than that. At that point, then you nothing exists. It's like the the point that's like the zero dimension on the point plane postulate if we're going to think about uh, like things in terms of a graph, how 3D and 4D space works, right? Yeah. So like you get down to the singularity, which is the Planck scale, right? I don't I'm know. not sure I'm not sure if I'm familiar with that scale, but that's what you're saying sounds accurate. Well, yeah, I mean, Planck measurements are like the smallest. Planck measurements are the smallest measurements you can make. I'm pretty sure. Let me fucking Google this. But then you also have weird shit like how absolute zero is a thing. Like there isn't. There is like a baseline zero. Like because like zero degrees isn't actually zero degrees of like Fahrenheit or Celsius. Well, you're talking about if you're talking about Kelvin, then then negative two hundred. Well, yeah, yeah, seven degrees Kelvin is zero. Is like absolute zero. So yeah, zero, I guess yeah. No, yeah. negative two seventy seven Celsius is zero Kelvin. Yeah, which is right. insane. Which is it's so fucking funny because people are like it's zero degrees outside. I'm like it's not actually. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you what the fuck? Negative two seventy three. I, I correct myself, but yeah. Uh, Until it's it, fucking I mean, it negative is, two seven. Yeah, but it, I mean, it is a definition of it. I mean, like, are you gonna say like somebody calls something a couch and they're like, no, that's that's a Davenport. Like, it's not technically. It's a fucking love fuck. seat, you fucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> technically speaking, <laughs> that's the worst kind of person. Don't do that to people. <laughs> oh, it's such a dick move, but I fucking love it. They're getting zero degrees. I'm like, well, well let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> I need to talk talent. about this. <laughs> Based on this, you're a fucking idiot who doesn't know math, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> have we talked about? Um, ha- I, for some reason, I have this stored in my head. Um, but have we talked about how we use Fahrenheit within the United States and why we? Do yeah. That? D- uh, no. I mean, I know that like we're like one of the few people that do it, but. So the son of a bitch, Alexander Fah- Fahrenheit. What a bitch! Sure that's his name. Uh, so this guy's brilliant. He was really good at uh, making very accurate glass, and I think it's something to do with like. Uh, so this is all off the top of my head, everybody. So research this shit on your own if you want to tell anybody about it. Don't be Joe Rogan, Joe Roganing it. Fuck, that was hard to say. But either way, don't go Joe Rogan on this shit and just spread bullshit. Cross check me, dude. Trust but verify. Either way. <laughs> all the other so, shit we've been talking about. Fucking don't worry about it. But oh, yeah. make sure that it's his name is Alexander <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Alex- <laughs> Alexander Hamilton invented Fahrenheit. It's very yeah. confusing. We we are passengers on the boat with you. We are no. We are in no way, shape, or form your captains. So we're just uh, getting the fu- yeah. Like we're <laughs> the people who, who like you think are the captain, and then you're like, wait, so why aren't either of you driving the boat? And then it's like, oh no, that ain't nah. us. Like no, nah, I just like to we're talk, just here to <laughs> we're just mopping the fucking floor on this thing, dude. Like <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> so so take this with a grain of salt. But from what I recall, from what I re- researched about Alexander Fahrenheit, if that's even his fucking name, I'm not even gonna look it up myself. But the guy that made Fahrenheit. Uh, the scale. Uh, so he was really good at making uh, accurate glass due to something like like the silicates in the glass or something like that. And uh, it was his own scale. He fucking made it up. He literally made up Fahrenheit. There were other scales at the time. Like Celsius was like a was um, not solidified within the scientific community at that time. Um, but Celsius made more sense. There's versions of Celsius. There was like fucking tons of different um, scales people use for temperature, but it would always be based on like the boiling point. So people could um, deduce what the temperature meant. So then I think sometime around the turn of the century, can't remember exactly when it was, uh, the United States government was like, we need accurate thermometers because we're doing, we're fucking, I don't know, boiling on water or something. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they're like, we need accurate thermometers. Actually, you know what? I think this probably has something to do with steam power, but that's just me thinking off the top of my head. So uh, they needed to have accurate thermometers. Alexander Fahrenheit's like, I got the dopest thermometers, bud. And they're like, oh, let's see. And he's like, check it out. Same every single time. So they were like, well, we need a, should we have a better standardization? He's like, nope, these, these, uh, this, this glass is so accurate. Everyone in the world will use this shit. And then I guess for like a period of time, people started to pick that up because his thermometers were scientifically accurate down to, you know, whatever degree. And uh, then like 20 years later, they came up with, they had better, everybody had the same like level of glass. So then at that point, the scale didn't fucking matter. He didn't have that proprietary technology. Everybody can make the same glass. So they're like, Hey, Alexander, fuck yourself, bud. But he probably died as a billionaire, but, but yeah, so <laughs> it led up, <laughs> this guy literally that? made up his own shit. And he was just like some dickhead that was like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I fucking, this is, this is the boiling point and this is the freezing point. He wasn't even like accurate. He like fucked up his his like he wasn't so that th- that was the thing actually i think it was like so you know it's like negative it's like uh with negative 32 for freezing right and then 212 for boiling so i think he was trying to go for like increments of 
hundreds or something like that. And he was off by a little bit. So his things were accurate, but his math was wrong. And that was like the whole weird thing about this guy. And that's why he's kind of a fucking douchebag is that like he made really good glass and he just didn't want to take any um, like advice from the scientists around them. And they're like, I don't know, man, that those numbers seem kind of fucked up, but I guess like you're getting the same number every single time you boil water. It's weird. I it's mean, like, it has to do with like, like them looking at the, I think the atoms and like the molecules moving around or something like that. I don't fucking know. Making some sort of determination. It's like a very complicated backstory. And when you want to get technical with it, because of the way that they were determining what like units measured or like what units equated to like a temp, like a temperature unit. But yeah, regardless, Celsius came about and everyone's like, that makes way more fucking sense. And America's like, fuck you. We're using the shit that doesn't make sense. How about We're using the glass one? <laughs> no, it's literally just a resistance to change because America is historically resist- resistant to change. <laughs> Dude, I remember trying to like, I think that the reason that Americans hate metrics is because we, <laughs> you go to school and you have to learn how to convert our dumb shit into metrics and you're like, God damn it like this makes no fucking sense what we've got going on i ain't learning a bunch of fancy new shit like okay i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna learn how to convert a cup into milligram like milliliters fuck this like this is way hard yeah and because it's like intuitive to you to be like that's like two ounces you know it's like oh that's like fucking 100 milliliters or whatever like that doesn't make any fucking sense when in reality if you take a step back you're like wait metric makes so much fucking sense it's all based on base 100 that's insane if we would just have <laughs> metrics, it's what like that, that. It's way better. Like metrics is just a better system. But like in America, they're like, yeah, this one's better. But unfortunately, it's impossible to change our entire fucking shit. Like we could teach all these kids how to do metrics, but then you're gonna fucking help them when they're like, hey, how many fucking milliliters is that can of coke? And people are gonna be like, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're onto something though in terms of the resistance to the metric system because people didn't want to relearn the uh the increments and then also i think they're also like fuck you i had to learn how to convert that shit so i don't want to do it anymore uh oh yeah because you're, you're aware that in 1975 that they tried to implement um like a change to the metric system in the united in, in the united yeah. states right yeah and everyone I was remember, like, like fuck yeah, you yeah. i'm not changing exactly. shit dude i remember <laughs> fucking being in high school and people like it's coming like we're changing to the metric and i'm like doubt it but i'm glad yeah. that you're uh glad that you're fucking <laughs> excited for it like I, I realized how fucking dumb our system was when I was in woodshop because it doesn't make any, it doesn't make a like a goddamn oh, sense. Yeah. Inches are hard to like, there's, if it's all standardized, it does make sense. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's like, all right. So how big is one foot? 12 inches. Okay. Well, okay. Well then, uh, how many feet are in a yard? Three. Where, why, why is it three feet in a yard? I don't fucking know. All right. So guess where, uh, so I'm assuming that the parts of, a, uh, I'm assuming that, uh, you know, it'd be an equal breakdown for an inch to be able to be broken down by threes right no those are actually broken down by sixteenths why who fucking knows why not break it down into twelves oh because we need those extra fucking four little dashes we couldn't just make a smaller fucking stupid pieces of shit like <laughs> using fractions fuck. too like get the fuck out of here yeah, what it's the like, hell there's 16 there's 16 sixteenths in an inch there's 12 inches in a foot there's three foots in a yard fucking nobody knows what the hell is going on <laughs> three different feet Foots. yeah and then you'd figure like like it also like what fucking asshole like looked at his foot and was like that's our good measurement like king george and then wasn't that's it? wasn't it was uh, really king george <laughs> i think probably what a fucking asshole yeah i'm pretty sure it was a king's foot like that's literally where the imperial uh foot comes from is, is some king was like my foot is a standard measurement fuck you 
<laughs> this, this is it. And then people are like, all right, fucking Jesus. Yeah. But, uh, oh, imagine... that reminds me. Oh, okay. go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, so I, just, I, I also... I, okay, what the fuck? What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> we both were like, go ahead, and then we both did. <laughs> Goddamn Iowa bullshit. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Here, I'll, I'll say that I think the yard is probably like the stride of the king, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking, fucking dumb. What, what a asshole. dick. <laughs> what a fucking Piece dick. of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I just remember I watched some video about how there's like a warehouse that has uh, like the exact metal like piece that they use to like ensure like what is it like the exact gram oh yeah yeah there's like an area that has like the most precise measurement tools and they have like and because lead breaks down they constantly have to like uh do they either have to like do work on it or like they have to like replace it after a certain amount of time due to the way that it breaks down so uh-huh. it's theoretically possible that the true value of a gram has broken down simply because we it, like it's like the like the first real thing that they measured like to be like one gram like this is what one gram like weighs the best thing technically after that is only like by how it works is only an approximation and i'm sure that it's probably a goddamn exact approximation but because it's not the original gram there's like it's technically in my opinion impossible for it to be exactly even well, I think that I think that's old knowledge. I think that they did used to do that. They used to put like little weights that were very accurately measured inside of like multiple vacuum chambers. But now I think they have it down to the molecular level where where I think a gram oh, is equal to like some amount of like uh, melted wa- like a very very small amount of melted water molecules or something like that. Where oh, it's like they know it down to like the um, oh, fuck. What is that value in the periodic table? Um, the mole molar value of it, I think it's oh, da- dude, they have it like that. Da- they have it like written down and like a yeah, they have it all written down and then they're like this is this many fucking molecules or whatever is a gram. But yeah, I think they used to do that where they used to have like physical weights and they're like don't fucking touch that thing, <laughs> don't fucking <laughs> don't you don't fucking look at it like <laughs> yeah, that's, dude don't fucking, fucking think about it. Looking at it could potentially even manipulate it, like could it change the value of the of the weight because yeah, dude, fucking interacting with it. <laughs> you're you're assigning psychic weight to it. No, that's fi- that's physical. It's a uh, interaction because your eyes are interacting with the photons that are bouncing off of it. Yeah, dude, so you're fucking it up. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's isn't that like uh, it's a part of quantum mechanics, right? Do you quant- There are so many like quantum mechanics is in charge of so many fucking things that it's so hard to like know what the hell is like actually quantum mechanics and what is like other shit because like half the time you look at it and then like quantum mechanics comes in and you're like god damn it like i thought i was starting to understand and then quantum mechanics was like well guess what all this shit you thought was real is not guess what fucking the universe is weird dude it is it's fucking crazy like to learn about it from a layman's perspective like hearing these people talk about it wherein they're like yeah, so at this point, um, this point, Newtonian mathematics breaks down, and we start, in, like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, so is everything potentially just a little bit askew wrong because we don't have the fundamental basics of the universe figured out yet? Because, like, string theory is a good candidate, but that's that's not been, like, nailed down. Like, the standard model is not complete. Like, we actually don't know all of the details and all the facts when it comes down to the fabric of our universe. That's Yeah, we don't fucking know fucking shit. We don't know a goddamn thing. And you know what I think we could pivot to is eels. 
Yeah, we don't know fuck about them either. <laughs> yeah, we don't know shit about eels. We have 15 minutes left. I feel like we can talk about eels for a little bit. So yeah, that's how oh, we transitioned so over here in the in the empty parlor, dude. We go from existential breakdown to eels, bud. Dude, eels are fucking delicious. <laughs> Let me just put that point one. Eel eel is eel is good, man. I like eating eel. And, fuck yeah, uh, dude. People have been eating eel for millennia, for fucking ever. And uh, so I've listened to a radio lab podcast a little while ago, and I, I just did a little bit of additional reading on eels just to buff my knowledge back up. And uh, eels are a fucking oddity, dude. Like a side note, uh, because part of the story is going to be that we haven't witnessed eels mating and we don't know how eels uh, reproduce. We Yo, do know for how. Real? Yeah, that's very true. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is fucking crazy, dude. And it's gonna, we're going to go down. It's, it's fucking cool. But a side note before we get into that. Something I, I learned about today on Reddit was that we also don't know about uh, how great white sharks mate. We've never witnessed it in the wild. They've never witnessed, this, witnessed them mating. I, th- I believe they've seen them give birth, but they've never seen them, them mate. They don't know where they do it at. Dude, fucking, they just have babies. They're just like, guess what? I'm, <laughs> I'm pregnant now. Great white sharks are aliens. Oh, fuck. I just had my mind just now blown because I was Googling something else and found out a wilder fact electric eels aren't eels hmm they sea snakes they're a type of knife fish what the fuck that's a badass name yeah <laughs> yeah anthropomorphized fucking fish they're like dude i'm a knife fish you better back off bitch <laughs> also can you imagine being like like you see a fucking eel and you're like back you know back in the days when you're still naming animals and you see fucking eel and then you see this one that can like shock the shit out of you and then, like, what did you? What did they call an electric eel before electricity? A shock snake, dude. I don't know. Hot <laughs> snake. <laughs> yeah, hot snake, dude. They call it. Don't <laughs> fucking touch it. Yeah. So, dude, it's actually a really good transition into the uh, history and the story about eels. So, uh, eels for the longest time we didn't know where they where they reproduced, didn't know where they came from. It goes all the way back to the time of Aristotle and just back to you know. Uh, as far back as you can go in history, in recorded history. They're, they know about eels. We've been eating eels. And uh, Aristotle was so perplexed because they actually had never found uh, eel reproductive organs in the eels. So uh, freshwater eels is what I'm talking about specifically. So any of you, any of you nerds out there going to say that I'm talking about whatever too vaguely. This is freshwater eels, which freshwater eels are kind of like salmon, where they are born in the sea, in the saltwater, and they migrate to freshwater. And that's how the people in like Greece and in Europe were eating the eels at the time. So they never found any reproductive organs on the eels, and Aristotle was perplexed. Aristotle, when they were, like, naming shit, and Aristotle was, like, describing things, he literally had no fucking idea, and he's just like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. They're rock snakes. Like, he thought they came out of the rocks. Like, (laughs) there's all these different myths, but even Aristotle was like, yeah, they just come out of the rocks. That's how eels are born. What the fuck, Aristotle? (laughs) <laughs> he just like he just like did it. He he thought about it for like two seconds. Like he had like some young pupil. He's like, where do eels come from? He's like, I don't fucking know, dude. Rocks. Like, dude, maybe that's where it came from. It came from Aristotle's arrogance. He didn't want to sound like he didn't know, but he didn't he didn't want to not give a an answer because he's sp- supposed to be the smartest guy around. He's like, oh fuck, I actually don't know. Rocks, rock snakes, dude. That's yeah, dude. How it is. That's how it will be. The rocks do it. Uh, rocks are, sn- are eel eggs, but they gotta be in the water. He's like, hey, look over here. <laughs> I'm going to show you a different way of thinking. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, there's a cave or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So Aristotle <clears throat> didn't know what the fuck was going on. Uh, I uh, Also, Native American tribes uh, 
in America that had eels come up into, I believe, like Massachusetts and the New England area, they thought that uh, eels were born out of horse hairs that went into the water. Like, so Holy shit. There, yeah, there's like all these different myths about eels because the people are smart and they would like go and seek out like how, how they're scientists at the time. They're like, how, are the, how do these things reproduce? Can we farm these things? So that goes to the topic of trying to raise and farm eels. Eels are fucking maniacs, dude. You try to take these eels that you get in the freshwater when you're going to, like the edible eels that you get, no reproductive organs in there. They try to raise them up. And if you put anything in that fucking tank with the eel, if the eel can, it will eat them. Even other eels will just cannibalize each other. So there's like no way that they could like, like have them reproduce. They had no fucking idea. They didn't know which ones were males. They didn't know which ones were females for like the longest time. Until we got like seafaring technology and uh, like sea surveying technology. So like not, I don't even think this was that long ago. Like it, the time frame escapes me, but it's just like pretty fucking recently. Uh, so they were surveying the Atlantic Ocean just off of uh, North Carolina and stuff. And they were finding eels and they noticed that they got smaller and smaller and smaller as they got closer to the Sargasso Sea. The Sargasso Sea is the only sea in the in the world that doesn't have any land attached to the sea. It's like this special area off the coast of uh, the east coast of the United States. And it gets super crazy fucking deep. And uh, it's got some interesting characteristics and uh, empty parlor uh, style. This fucking place is smack dab in the middle of the of the Bermuda Triangle. Of course it is. <laughs> so they uh, they determined that they must be coming from the Sargasso Sea. But the oh, fu- fuck. Yeah, these eels must be coming from the Sargasso Sea. Eels are aliens, dude. Even crazier, they have never found an eel in the Sargasso Sea. They've seen them go near it, but they don't know where the fuck these things go. So they're finding all these, like, they're they're finding evidence. This is probably there, but they can't. They can't find it. They fucking put trackers on eels. They let the eels try it. They see them going back to what they imagine is probably like the homeland in the Sargasso Sea. But then the fucking things mysteriously fall off like the trackers fall off. They haven't actually witnessed any sort of mating behavior. And also the crazy thing is it was not even that long ago. I think like like 30 years ago or something like that. Somebody finally found a mature uh, eel with reproductive organs in there. And they found out that all the eels that you eat are all juvenile eels. And essentially, eels decide when to grow the reproductive organs to mate. And essentially, what this guy found was like an eel that lost his way because the theory is is that they all go back to the Sargasso Sea. But again, the crazy thing is is that we haven't actually fucking been able to observe them in their natural habitat. Like, they, they go down into the Sargasso Sea. They don't find shit. So, they, like, these scientists, genius people, cannot fucking figure it out. So, eels are aliens. Dude, eels are fucking interdimensional aliens. Hmm. Dude, they're buddies with fucking Bigfoot. Dude, eels are Bigfoot that we found. Fucking A, dude. And we eat their babies. Pretty much, yeah. We just eat all their babies. We don't know how they get... It's it's like uh, poplars on Futurama. <laughs> dude, what if For all fucking... we know, the aliens are going to come yeah. down and be like, you've been eating our babies for fucking 10,000 years, you assholes. You're all I was going to say, like, imagine, like, that's why, like, because... Dude, all the government officials, they go the oh, the, I think we talked about it last week, the, they officially, quote-unquote, announced that the UF, the, uh, oh, how do they... Oh, UAPs? Unidenti- yeah, unidentified aerial phenomena. Just call it a fucking UFO. Uh, not <laughs> not you, uh, the government. Like, just fucking call them UFOs. You don't, they don't need a new, different name. We already had one, and, uh, like, I forgot where I was fucking going with that. I'm just mad at the guy. Go- oh, no. What I was saying <laughs> yeah, is yeah. uh, the government is like, yeah, those aren't aliens. And then like, there's other scientists that are also just like, but also we probably don't want to meet aliens. 
So my my theory is like those scientists that are like we probably don't want alien contact because and I'm like oh, they know, dude. They know that these Dang. fucking eels that we've been eating are gonna come back from space and be pissed. Be like, people what that- the fuck? <laughs> the Simpsons and Futurama writers fucking know something, dude. They, dude, they uh, know what's up. Dude, the aliens are gonna come and get us because we've been eating eels. Luckily, I've only eaten like maybe like one or two eels in total, probably. You know, sushi. I probably eat, I've eaten like <laughs> part of it because like I don't. The thing with sushi is like you don't get a lot of the eel, and I don't usually get. I I like eel. Don't get me wrong, but like eels usually like if I it's not am a not for me. getting something that I already know I want, but like if there's something, and then like if there's a roll that I want, I'm gonna get it. But like, and if there just happens to be eel in whatever that's like whatever the roll sounds good, then it's like cool. Like eel, great, fine. But like mm-hmm. eel's not in a lot of rolls because fucking Americans are like, I don't want to eat an <laughs> eel, gross. But like, I'll right. eat fucking eel. What uh, the mall had a fucking sushi joint that had an eel roll and it was delicious. And then, as mall sushi is wont to do, uh, that that place is no longer there. But <laughs> surprised they didn't put like cheese and and steak inside of it. Or oh my god, I'm so fucking tired. Hot take. I'm so fucking tired of cream cheese being so featured yeah. in goddamn dude. I hate it. It's, it's not. It's not great. Dude, I went to a sushi restaurant like this weekend with some friends and cream cheese was in like, I swear to God, like 30% of the fucking rolls. Dude, that, that, that's, it's fucked up, man. I, it's like yeah. salmon and cream cheese go together, I guess. But like, come on, man. It's just irritating because it's like, dude, I don't want to eat a fucking like stick of because that's what you're doing. Like if you eat a roll, you're just eating a stick of fucking cream cheese. Oh yeah, you are. It's just like a, it's like a, a pull away cheese worth of cream cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's this guy. I don't want it, dude. And then, like, you get these fucking other sushi rolls that are like, it's got beef and cream cheese. Like, this dude, like, stop. Just fucking, it's fish. But yeah. fucking, I want fish. This Iowa sushi shit is, it's pretty silly. It's man. pathetic. It's like, oh, this this sushi roll has cream cheese, potatoes, and steak. I'm like, that's not. <laughs> that's a dinner, bro. Yeah. I was like, the fuck is this? Like, I, I'm eating fish because I don't want red meat right now. Like, what the fuck are you trying to give me? I was so mad. I went to a fucking, for my birthday, I went to that sushi joint. And they gave, they had like a sushi roll of the day, and they did, like I asked the waiter what was in it, just because they didn't have it on the fucking board, and he's like, oh yeah, it's got like uh, like spicy mayo, spicy crab, spicy tuna, so, like cause I I fuck heavy with the spicy sushi, dungeness roll or some shit like that. I don't know what it was, but it had a bunch of spicy shit, and he lists all the stuff. Does not include that it has cream cheese in it, and then it fucking comes to my table, and it's fucking tempura fried and has cream cheese, and I'm like, Jeez. no. God damn it! <laughs> this is totally American. I don't think it, uh, maybe a Japanese guy could have had say in this, but he made it for an American. And I want to eat. Fucking oh yeah, sushi, dude. <laughs> dude, like I had another like tempura fried rolls are fine, but like I don't want like I usually if I I'll, if I want a tempura fri- a tempura fried roll I'll order one, but like mm-hmm. I usually don't. Like sometimes I'll go to a sushi restaurant and get a tempura fried roll, and then the fish inside it just tastes like I'm eating a fucking fish stick. And I'm like, this is not what I want, man. Yeah, I don't like the the shrimp ones where they're like, it's a shrimp, it's a fried shrimp. <laughs> we just yeah. put rice around See, it. Shri- yeah, shrimp tempura rolls like you gotta like it has to have other shit going on on it. Like mm-hmm. if it's like if it's got like tempura crab and like spicy tuna and then to- or tempura shrimp and then like some spicy tuna stuffed in there and then it's topped with spicy crab, yum yum yum. But I'll fuck that right <laughs> all the way up. Uh, yeah, but like I don't want just like a fucking tempura roll, dude. Like God damn it. I agree. Bro, I hate to do this, but it's we're about fifty-seven minutes in, and I'm about to piss my fucking pants. And I don't think I, I think we can cut this one a little short. Yeah, sure. sorry right. everybody, I don't want to pee my pants Alrighty. on podcast. It's true. Alrighty, <laughs> All right. so make sure you're going over to punninggame.com where you can find such podcasts as Fun Pun Gaming, Not Worth the Time, and of course my personal favorite, Who Gives a F, as well as returning classics, things about stuff, as well as my two archived podcasts. 
The Grove and Monster Jamboree. And every, you know what? You love it. Drop in every Tuesday. The Empty Parlor with myself and Mr. Jeff Lynch. As well as make sure you check out our Teespring. The Pun and Game Teespring. Where you can find all sorts of Pun and Game gear. Including crazy dope Pun and Game. Or crazy dope. Excuse me. Empty Parlor <laughs> shirt. And Fuck uh, yeah. Yeah. That's up. So. I got to take a piss. But Iowa Pepper Co. is getting off its feet. I'm about to plant a bunch of peppers. Uh, I don't want to piss my pants on the podcast. So I got to go. All right. All right bye. Bye.